Hello, and welcome to the Reality Blows podcast. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Burke Robert. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is, Nick. And this show in particular, we'll be recapping the challenge, Final Reckoning, which mm-hmm. is season what? What are we on here? We're on season 32, baby. 32. And uh, this is episode six? That's right. So uh, it's been a week since our last recap. Yeah. Obvs, and uh, we've had a lot of fun. Oh, by the way, listen to our Monday's episode. We had a great podcast with uh, uh, Julia John. We talked all about Very Cavallari. Um, and for those of you who just listen to these recaps, give those other ones a try. Mm-hmm. We talk about reality television and you get the fun personalities of me and Ashley. That's right. And sometimes Lily makes a guest appearance. That is our cat. And don't worry, we do talk some challenge shop on the regular Monday cast as well. Nick, what did you think about this episode? Um, I'm disappointed in this episode because we did not get to see an illumination. I am um, having a hard time um, maintaining my enthusiasm, I think. I was I was fine last week. I was like, okay, they're t- clearly cranking up for a big episode next week. Really needed them to knock it out of the park today, and I do not feel like the editors delivered. I'll be honest, I was expecting the Britney Brad saga to be a little bigger uh, than what we got this episode, being what we had last episode, which was a buildup to the first scene of this episode, which took eight seconds and was never referred to yeah. after the one scene. It was in the, they covered everything in the first three minutes. It yeah. was very strange. I also thought we're on the sixth episode. Maybe we'll have more than one elimination because we've only seen one elimination so far. We've only seen one uh-huh. elimination in six episodes. I'm pretty sure. I mean, we've seen a purge. Yeah. And we've seen the redemption counts. people fight. Or, right. or not fight. Yeah, you're compete, right. But we've only seen one regular. We've only seen one regular voting situation with the lights lighting up under them. That's and true. All of that. That's only happened once out of six episodes. And that was two episodes ago. Yeah, it feels honestly like a year ago. I know. Well, I mean, uh, you were telling me that uh, you were reading on the internet that uh, what this uh, show has lost two hundred thousand viewers since the first couple episodes. I have like seen that, that the ratings Maybe have I'm, dropped. I think I, I don't said, know. My numbers made me grossly off. No, I think you got those numbers from me, but I think it's just because I was being dramatic. Yeah, I don't know if it's two hundred thousand, but it it feels like my memory is saying that. But regardless, um, Pete, there has been a drop off since the season started. Regardless, the Nielsen uh, ratings report has um, shown that people are no longer tuning in for the challenge because of the anticlimactic nature of final reckoning so far well who knows if that's the reason <laughs> that's they, my theory they may just not like kyle yeah you know what i mean kyle uh, could be ruining it's it. a lot of kyle in this so far before we get into the scene by scene recap i do want to say that i met last week um with damian bellino he is a comedian and former guest of the pod oh yeah great guest go check that pod out yeah we talked about are you the one when he was on the get when he was on the show and he has gotten back into the challenge he watched it years ago as a as a youth and then and basically because of um, Nick and I's enthusiasm, he started watching it again. And he started with Champs vs. Stars, this uh, most recent season, season three. And now he's watching Final Reckoning. And it's fun because we get to chat about it and I get to see the show through his eyes. Okay? 
And what did he have to say? Well, he was kind of asking me about different uh, challengers. He wanted to know backstories. You know, he's like, he is finding himself interested in certain characters and not really knowing why. Out of the females, I think that he is most interested in, as far as a character on the show, Cara Maria. Yeah, I mean, well, honestly, this season they're making it seem like you need to know what's what she's been up to. It's it's pretty much been the entire storyline throughout the show so far as uh, the love triangle or really the weird relationship between uh, Cara Maria and Kyle, which, spoiler alert, gets weirder this episode. It really does. But he wanted to know all about her, and then he also wanted to know if those were, in fact, white girl dreads in her hair. <laughs> are they dreaded? I, I cannot tell. Could they just be extensions There's that extensions are just clipped in, in? There's definitely extensions happening. There's also feathers happening, for yeah, sure, yeah. and beads. Yeah, yeah. So it could also be a dread, a single dread, sure. maybe, hanging down there. But I just Cara's it- had her look, and she keeps her look. This is how she's looked since uh, the beginning of this show for the most part I find it interesting that I feel like a lot of female storylines were pushed on us in the beginning of this um, we've got the Brittany storyline was going pretty strong with Brittany and Brad and Brittany and Chuck and Brittany and Chuck um, I, all the a, a lot of women have been featured I feel like some have not I'm looking at you Sylvia would like to get some more Sylvia story up in this show um, but to just be drawn to Carmaria uh, initially and be interested in her and wanting to know about her I find that interesting because she truly is a compelling reality television figure well th- think about it Ash I mean she's a veteran uh-huh. okay she's a champion yeah she's on multiple shows in this franchise uh, Champs for Stars cha- um, and uh, was she on Champs for Stars this season no I do not remember but she's so. she's been on the show I mean she is a, cha- a multiple champion oh, multiple she, time yeah, she was on time? was she on the first one and she I think she was with, um Durrell yeah and yeah. uh she is an interesting looking character I mean yeah. she looks like a like a created character in a video game she I mean, does that, Hair, as we mentioned before, and she's got piercings, and sort she's, of a Mortal Kombat character. Yeah, maybe? she's she looks like a tough fighting chick, and uh, she's <laughs> incredibly attractive. Mm-hmm. Um, and she seems to be involved romantically with um a uh, fellow castmates mm-hmm. almost every season. Mm-hmm. I will say everyone's opinion that I have talked to in our social group, which is really just Damien, you, and uh, Ray Sani, also past guest. Um, everyone seems to dislike Kyle. I mean, there. <laughs> what is there? I mean, there is a creepy charm to Kyle. I, I mean, yeah, he's got, there is he's, a total creepy charm. And he's, he's good looking. He's British. I mean, there's a mystique about the man with tattoos and fake hair, but... He's becoming worse and worse in my eyes. I believe I la- I I I, uh, I lauded his um, ability to be a villain, but also be likable early in in the recaps of this particular season. Mm-hmm. That is wearing thin. Uh, especially on this episode. I do find his coupling with Faith to be interesting and I like it. I like what it I I like it. It's they're two they seem so different in terms of their alliances, where they're coming from, that this crossover um I think will bring more entertainment than it already has. Let's get past the Car Maria thing with Kyle is what yeah. I want to see. I don't know. I don't really love the Faith Kyle hookup because uh, it's not really going anywhere. I find it makes Faith look a little weaker than she 
she should. Mm. Also, um, I think it's pretty simple why they're together. I mean, they're both incredibly attractive human beings. They're both shockingly good looking. Um, so let's just jump into this recap. It starts with the previously on. We see the purge that sent CT and Veronica into the Redemption House. We get a little snapshot of their beef. We see that Kyle and Brad won the purge. We are then reminded about the Brad Brittany Chuck drama and then the infamous FaceTime call. If you might recall, last week's episode ended with Brad calling Brittany on FaceTime to break up with her, I think. At least that's what they were making us seem like was going to happen. Yeah, and uh, we pick up right on that moment. We do. We start right in the Redemption House. Um, actually, we do not pick up right on that moment. We pick up in the Redemption House oh, where CT. Right. This odd scene. <laughs> Why you call it odd? It's weird. CT is making a breakdown of alliances. He's doing some sort of a crime scene investigation. As type. if, as if a, uh, a private investigator uh, who was held up in his house uh, were to put all of the suspects on a cork board and then tie strings to them. And this is breaking down all of the alliances, possible alliances. In the main house. It's very season one of The Wire, where they're Definitely. like drawing strings to who is who. And then CT has a word of warning for Johnny. This episode starts off with a word of warning for Johnny. CT says he is not as popular as he once was. He doesn't have as much power as he does. And then CT says that Zach is the strongest, biggest man to ever be on the challenge. Excuse me, CT. Have you looked in the mirror? Yeah, I know. Uh, CT, you know, that's CT's really the gotta... pot calling the kettle black, eh? Yeah. Well, listen, um, what I saw here, you want to know what I saw here? Yeah. What, yeah. I, what I witnessed? Mm -hmm. CT panicking because he knows that he's going to be left out of the television show. And he's now got to come up with a gimmick in order to get himself uh, weaved in to storylines that are happening in the main house. And that's him breaking down every piece of the cast and giving how he feels about and how they're going to do and what their alliances oh. are. So allowing the editors to be like, look, I'm giving you a fun scene. Plus, anytime you talk about any of the alliances uh, while this is happening, you can cut to my breakdown of their alliance and how they're probably going to do in the thing and how I feel about them and yada, yada, yada. I think this was a desperate plea or a smart plea to or ploy to uh, not be left out, and it worked for just this scene. Nick, you're 100% right. He yeah. was putting on a show he for the producers. Wow, to have a brain like that, a television-ready brain. So that takes us to the main house where Davon is talking about Brittany to Cara Maria, and then we immediately see um, the FaceTime of Brad calling Brittany and saying, you know, Brittany's all excited. Hey, babe, I've been waiting by the phone for five hours. And then Brittany, Brad is like, we got to talk. I only have five minutes. We see Brittany's face drop. He brings it up. He said, Polly said some stuff. You know, it's still, it's just messing with my head. I got to know the truth. And Brittany is like in total defense mode. Uh, I feel bad for her that she is having to defend herself here. She's like, yeah, I was wearing my underwear, but like getting coffee around the house, which I'm pretty sure we have seen her do in every single challenge season. I mean, yeah, she and they do make note of it quite a bit in this season. Uh, and to the point where it had me questioning whether or not other people had been in their underwear on the on these shows. I 
would if you would have asked me before this season, hey, do people in the challenge ever walk around in their underwear? I would probably say yes. Yeah. Um, I'm constantly seeing people shirtless and in underwear. It seems natural. But maybe I'm not, and maybe this is interesting to her, but honestly, it seems like, you know, business as usual. So... Brad and Brittany seem to make it up, make out, not make out, make up with each other pretty quickly or or Brittany seems to mollify Brad's, um, you know, jealousy and insecurity. In kind of. His, his face looks pretty bad. He's like, oh, OK, well, I only have a few minutes. Uh, all right. That all seems reasonable and different than what Jose had told me. Oh, OK. So we ex- I expected Brad to break up with Brittany in this phone call because, uh, you know, last week they had been out on the town on their night out and Brad was saying he was going to break up with her. And then for this phone call to end, it seems like Brad is saying, like, I believe her. It's now it feels like it's ending. I didn't feel that way completely only because I know that they publicly broke up uh, a few months ago right. a few we- few spoiler alert days or weeks ago from yeah. the recording of this podcast which is way after the recording of that episode right so it would either have been that they broke up and then and then got back together or they had smoothed it over in some way and it does look like they smoothed it over I think that they smoothed it over everything was fine and then episodes started airing and Brad saw some stuff he didn't like between Brittany and Chuck and that's why they broke up I think last week or the week before either way Brad ends this phone call still with Brittany. He walks out into the living room to what appears to be a packed house. Everyone is in this living room waiting to hear how this phone call goes. Brad explains everything that he had said with Brittany, which felt incredibly intrusive for these cast members to be getting in on this. And yeah, this way. she said that uh, she was... Um in underwear getting coffee which uh, hey she's a free spirit i'm not gonna ever hold that against her (laughs) and uh hey if she wants to get coffee and have her shirt uh half off and i I don't know he it it seems like everything was blown out of proportion so that is a pretty great uh rendition of what happened and then kyle takes this moment to give a speech about polly he's like this is this is a polly polly's doing polly's doing this to everybody he's like polly's a real piece of shit (laughs) uh or whatever but yeah he's he's spun but it is polly's fault let's not forget that when polly was getting thrown back into the redemption house he started screaming out Brad, you better check your girl Brittany. He was, she was saying, "I love you to Chuck last night," and yada yeah. yada yada. I mean, this was Paulie's move. So, honestly, uh, whether or not there were ulterior motives for Kyle's comments, he was right to say that he's a hundred percent right. He, he, he was the reason Brad was feeling bad. And then comes the next section of the show, which I guess was made for comedic. Um, content. It's sort of the hookup scenes and, and Sylvia is narrating it saying that she stays in the hen house and the cocks come into the hen house. I believe she said uh, ro- roosters. The roosters? Yeah. Ooh, I caught them. Uh, listen, I'm going to have to cut that out. We, we have a we have a family friendly show. <laughs> the roosters come in. The roosters being Nelson, Kyle, and Joss, and the hens being Kaylee, Faith, and Amanda. And she's like, and and the hens are they're not quiet about their pleasure. So she's just painting the picture of these three couples boning all the time and making noise and hearing each other in these bunk beds, which seems um I don't know. I wouldn't be able to do that. It uh, definitely seems gross. <laughs> the gross is the word. To be, I mean, they, they have a whole setup there where, like, they have sheets sort of hanging down. and To cover their still, bodies. Uh, let's yeah. be honest, a sheet doesn't keep the smell out. 
All right. And okay, it, this podcast has taken a turn. <laughs> what? So then the editing does this little sort of like um, two minutes later, and we see the guys leaving um, sort of Nelson, Kyle, Joss in a line like that. And then Kaylee says something about how the guys can't last long, and that's great because then they're just not bothering them th- that much. Yeah. This whole scene was personally, I think, depressing. Is it was how I weird. Felt. Yeah. Also, it, like, I know she didn't mean it this way, but the way it was edited is like Nelson jumps off Kaylee basically yeah. and walks out of the room. And then she's like, luckily the guys don't, you know, in her interview, luckily the guy uh, guys don't last very long. But, you know, she was probably being asked, like, what's it like to have all these people having sex around you? Uh, and then it shows somebody hopping right. off her. And then she's like, luckily guys don't last very long. So it's fine. And it just makes it seem like a whole like. Okay, the luckily the guys don't last long. We just saw uh, Nelson jump off you. That means you didn't want to do this. You know what I mean? Like, why? Odd editing would, move. Wouldn't you be disappointed? Like, why yeah. are you? Uh, all right. MTV Best wants case, to paint. MTV is like, let's paint these girls as reluctantly having sex right. with people. Best case scenario is, oh, you love this person so much that you're fine with uh, just letting him have do it, it best case scenario is re, is reluctance <laughs> yeah you know but it, it's i don't know it was it a was bizarre odd. scene it felt a little too i don't know x on the beach uk yeah i'm not a fan then that takes us to um working out where zach and tori seem to be making an alliance over a yoga mat then that takes us to a never have i ever game where we discover that faith and kyle probably definitely most likely had sex who didn't know this? I was confused about I, that, too. I, this is my, a source of, of a lot of confusion for me in this episode. They're starting with this point, this whole scene. There seems to be a storyline in which nobody knew that they were having sex. And then beyond that, Car Maria definitely didn't know. And that maybe Kyle was telling her they didn't. I don't know why don't she's know. so upset. It see, I guess, I guess maybe because of uh, the way that I'm sort of uh, accustomed to this show, that it's if I see them hook up, like make out on the show, I assume that means they're boning because that's usually what the editors want us to think. Right. Like, so I saw them hook up like episode one. Yeah. It's episode six. I assume that these two young people are probably having sex at this point. Non-stop. They don't have they don't have girlfriends or boyfriends. Yada yada yada. So for that to be a point of uh, conflict in this episode, specifically the knowledge of bizarre it I, felt I, pretty anticlimactic yeah it's like yeah i know that you yeah. know that cara maria i had thought she had it's not ex- exciting if i had already thought i'm gonna wrap up this scene in a boom bam boom way so during this never have i ever game the house learns that kyle and faith are having sex they make a huge loud noise ah we can't believe it this is crazy cara maria hears them erupt in their chatter then everyone then faith is upstairs talking to cara maria about it cara maria is like why would you be you know like i'm not blaming you i'm not upset with you but also but also you're a rookie you know and you shouldn't like come into a house and start having sex with someone that has a backstory then faith does this whole like i'm a veteran i'm the only veteran person here with the american flag waving behind her because she was in the service and then there's a fart noise. And then there's a fart noise. Oh, because she says, uh, all that talk is like farts in the wind. And then they edited in a fart noise, which might be the first time I heard that on I the show. I don't know. But the point is, is that Car Maria was upset with Faith and or upset with the situation. And then there was a commercial break. 
And then there was the Redemption House. TJ shows up to the Redemption House and he takes the four people there, the four challengers, the two teams, Polly, Natalie, CT, and Veronica. He takes them to the Surveillance House, a.k.a. the Shack of Secrets. So in this scene, we basically see uh, TJ show them, show... Uh, um, Kyle uh, and Faith hook up, and Johnny and Angela hook yeah, up. Yeah, but who's in there t- looking at it? It's, it's CT Natalie and, and Polly and uh, CT yeah. and Veronica. So, and then they basically go, boy, they have good alliances. And then it'd be one thing if that was the information that they had. It's like, look, knowledge is power. That's something TJ says. But every we then see the rest of the house know this stuff. And then it, it just seems to push that storyline ahead and doesn't seem to give any advantage to whoever's in the uh, Redemption House. I found this to be so disappointing because this is their opportunity to show us, the viewers, something we haven't seen before. Right, and knowledge isn't power if everybody has the same knowledge and yeah. we're all on this on the same uh, wavelength. I it, thought we were going to see some people talking behind each other's back, yeah, something like it, that. It was, okay. And then at the time, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Then maybe not everybody's going to put these things together. But then the rest of the episode was everybody putting these things the same things together yeah then we're in the main house sylvia has a clue someone throws a pillow at her she catches it someone says great reflexes sylvia and then we see faith um not faith angela excuse me sort of wince because remember her breakdown when she was pelted Mm. with pillows Mm. that brings us to our daily which is called off the rails this is a real train Okay, we hear Faith in her interview say, bitch, we're going to Hogwarts. My favorite line of the episode. You love Harry Potts, geez. <laughs> so we have a train that is going um, down a track and we have two teams on top of the train that need to make it from the front of the train to the back through an obstacle course. If one person falls, both people are out. Okay, the obstacle course is just another balancing thing where people have to get one from one platform to the other by balancing on a rope or a balance beam. Balance beam is the first one. Rope is the second it's one. It's not an obstacle course. It's two obstacles. No obstacle course has two obstacles that are almost the same obstacle. Nick, I didn't realize this bothered you so well, much. Let's, I was talking about it last week. Um, they're always traversing over a line with their partner yeah. over water or over something dangerous. It's basically the one with the stakes in the air. But this one's on a train and it's moving. It seems harder. Yeah. Um, and it, uh, it just, to me, it as a challenge and being the only physical thing we see in this entire episode it left a lot to be desired in my opinion i agree then we immediately hear from derek in an interview where derek's like man i really need a win and it's like yeah everyone needs a win baby everyone needs a win yeah all times um so tj reminds us that brad and kyle get an advantage because they won the last challenge and their advantage is that they get to take away one team's one a a lifeline from one team and what a lifeline is is it's a rope hanging down on one of these balancing obstacles and that they can grab onto it if they start to fall there's a couple of ropes it seems like each obstacle each balance beam if you will which there are two has about three lifelines three ropes that you can hold on to and uh, the one that they take away uh, seems to be the first rope on the second on the wire, which is the second 
balancing beam. The second thing that the team has to traverse. That is correct. The second of two obstacles, if you will. <laughs> that is correct. The Nick. ultimate obstacle. Kyle and Brad, they go to talk about it, um, to work it out. They come back. Kyle says to Tony, sorry guys. Tony says, Yeah, right. Yeah, right. I found that interesting. I didn't realize they were that tight. Yeah, don't no, no, that team's sticking together. Then we have a commercial break. Then it comes back and Brad and Kyle drum roll please. Sorry. Beep, 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 beep. They take away Cara, Maria, and Marie's lifeline. Um, yeah. And it's kind of shocking, I guess, because we we did not I mean, I understand why Kyle did it. I mean, uh it had just come out that uh he was, you know, not cheating, but uh I'm confused by this, okay? So they both come into this house. Cara Maria clearly likes Kyle. Kyle's like, I'm not interested at all. I'm gonna start hooking up with Faith. And then he's like picking on Cara Maria. I am confused as to why he picked her rope. She is not doing anything no. to to garnish this his anger. Not confusing at all. Uh the at least the way they showed us. Not more than seven minutes prior Cara Maria really kind of has a freak out over the fact that Kyle is uh, boning Faith. Yeah but why would Kyle then also hurt her by Because he thinks that if uh, she wins that he's going to get a vote her way his way. She thinks that he's she's going to retaliate in this game because she's upset with him. Ah, uh, Nick. <laughs> I feel so, I feel so. I was blinded by love. But but why? why? It because seems so I would feel like easy to pick if that up. If I was Kyle, I would feel bad because of what I'm doing to Car Maria because she's clearly nah. hurting. Game first. Everybody knows it. She's clearly hurting. And so I wouldn't want to then turn the knife that I have stabbed in her back. Anyway, Car Maria and Johnny and Car Maria and Marie and Johnny and Tony are the first two teams to go across um and why can't they just crawl this comes up when nick and i are watching hold this. on hold on didn't we just reveal who, who won and what happened no you didn't just say that uh she he he was gonna oh i'm sorry i'm sorry you're right that thing happened before the he, they took of course i apologize <laughs> i got confused uh it's a confu- it's confusing guys so um, why didn't they just teams, crawl? The uh, first two teams are going across the train are Johnny and Tony and Kara and Marie, and they're going on this balance beam. The two of them have to hold on to each other to make it across. We're like, why don't they just get down and crawl? But I guess production must have told yeah, them. Yeah, they said you can't. They couldn't do it. Um, Marie falls right where the lifeline would have been. Johnny and Tony make it across. Next two teams up are Derek and Tori and Davon and Jose. Um, Tori is once again telling Derek we have have to do this we have to do this it was interesting to nick and i that derek and tori and uh davon and jose chose to go across this first balance beam in a different way than tony and johnny had who had made it across tony and johnny basically used uh at least the in the first obstacle they faced each other uh, and tony went backwards and i mean t- uh johnny went backwards and tony went forwards they held each other by the shoulders yeah car and marie did that as well yes yeah, so um, and they both made both teams made it across right and then we see the next two teams up and they don't use a tried and true method on how yeah. it, and 
you know, I was thinking maybe the weight difference is a, is is it was a, an issue because jo- Jose and uh, and uh, Davon, um, maybe they they're you know I don't I don't know, but the only thing that I could guess is Cara Maria and Marie and Tony and Johnny Bananas didn't go first, mm. and they just showed that first because for editing purposes to make it seem more exciting, so that they can show most of it and save time because. Uh, Cara and Marie fell early just uh, based on having a lifeline taken away from them and that is the story that they're telling so I mean it just seems like if you're going to play this game it's such a benefit to not go first and if you are going later look at the techniques that people who are successful are using and then mime mimic those techniques Uh, so I, I don't know they didn't do that and it's either because they were dumb or um, it's because they did in fact go before a successful team went, or uh, a third reason <laughs> that I haven't come up with yet, and I will definitely be thinking about for the rest of my life. Derek falls, Derek and Tori are eliminated. Davon falls, Do- Davon and Jose are eliminated. Next up, Cam and Kaylee, Faith and Angela fall, fall. Nelson and Shane, Kyle and Brad fall fall before this there was a weird um interview with nelson and shane where they were fighting with each other about something and did not make any sense clearly a scene was eliminated next up zach and amanda joss and sylvia these two teams were paired on the last challenge we saw the meet the stake challenge the stakes above water challenge um that must just be producers must like putting these two teams together because amanda and joss are hooking it up or hooking up both make it across um y'all want to hook it up mm-hmm. they're hooking it up so then it comes down to three teams that have actually made it across are in and are in the running for winning that is zach and amanda tony and johnny and the other team who was it nick i couldn't tell you dang i can't remember either oh that's gonna make me so crazy Talk a little bit while I try and figure out who it was. Well, let's see here. Oh, Joss and Sylvia, duh. I just said that both of those made it across. Anyway, excuse me, listener. Sometimes my notes get confused. Who do you think is going to win? Nick said Tony and Johnny. Who won? Zach and Amanda. Uh, I believe you said Tony and Johnny. I said Zach and Amanda. You did not. I said my money's on Zach and Amanda. You said Tony and Johnny. No, I said Tony and Johnny. You're like, you can't pick mine. I pick mine first. (laughs) Uh, Whatever. Zach and Amanda won that challenge. That means they have a double vote and they are safe from going into the Armageddon, a.k.a. the half soccer ball dome. Back at the house, Kara is up in Kyle's face. Lap, why are you doing this to me? Kara asks. Kyle says, I care about you. Kara is in Kyle's lap. She's rubbing. She's kissing on his neck. Marie pops her head out onto the balcony and is like, Kara, get off his lap. Kara. Get off his lap. Yeah, it's weird. It made me feel weird to have uh, um, Car Maria on Kyle's lap after he, like, you know, kind of made a fool of her in the house by sleeping with somebody else. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, you know, giving her a penalty in this uh, game, trying to eliminate her. Uh, it just did not look good. Yeah, and and Marie says that. She's like, I think of Cara Maria as being like a strong woman. It's weird to see her kind of acting like this over Kyle. Um, then we get Kyle, we get a little interview with Kyle being like, I'm killing it in this game. I'm sleeping with Faith. Cara Maria has forgiven me. 
Um, then we get uh, a lot of clips of Shane running around trying to pick who or trying to mastermind who's going to vote for who to get who into this elimination. Yeah, Shane is uh, really pulling some Shane moves by trying to manipulate people behind the scenes. He's talking to Shane in the kitchen. Shane, uh, I mean, he's talking to Zach in the kitchen. Zach's got that middle part that I despise. Well, Zach has a I was wearing a hat all day hat hair. And it seems like he's slicking his hair back. So when that hair is not done, it don't look good. He looks like not Uncle Fester, but definitely someone in the Adams family. Um, Jane, Shane, <laughs> I call him Jane. It's late, y'all. Shane says we've got to destroy Johnny's power. Shane runs over and he tells Davon and Jose it's coming down to, to you guys and Faith and Angela, and we're all going to vote for Faith and Angela. You guys got to vote for Faith and Angela, too. I'm making it happen to save you guys. And then when he walks away, Davon says, he's scared. Yeah, I mean, me immediately. And you know what? That's a veteran uh, reality TV person's um, point of view because I feel like we've seen a scene, something like this, maybe even from Shane, uh, tons of times before on this show. And often it'll have somebody being like, oh, you're right, that person's being my friend. I should go with do what they do. And then they get thrown under the bus and eliminated from the show and never trust another human being again. So Davon, very smart, very astute observation to yeah. see that uh, Shane is just getting sweaty. Yep. And then there's a situation with Tori where Tori is like, you know, we gotta, we can't come for the Kings. We gotta come from the castle. We gotta go for the castle. Uh, you can't go for the Kings. Gotta go for the castle. Meaning you can't go for Kyle or Johnny Bananas uh, two on two people on very on two very strong teams. You must go for their castle, which are the <laughs> women that they're sleeping with, aka Faith and Angela. This does not make sense. Yeah, this metaphor bothered. Nick. Why not? Don't for, go for the kings. Go for the queens. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, she doesn't want to call them the queens. She wants to call them castles the castle, for some reason. Or are they one collective castle? I don't know. Um, and it's funny. It, to me, it's like, okay, they're say she's saying this. Uh, you know, they're, they're kind of just having an impromptu conversation. It's fine. Later in an interview, she says the same thing. So in this scene, uh, Tori's like, yeah, we'll vote for um, Faith and Angela. No, you can't go for the kings. Listen, the jesters, wait, kill the, <laughs> wait, we'll go, we'll do the jesters first. And then maybe the print, the princess. Wait, let's just do the king. How about we start with the castle? We'll do the castle <laughs> first. I wonder what the hierarchy is yeah. uh, in tour. In and where's Tories. the moat and the little the the sea serpent that lives in the moat? And where's Anissa? Yeah, where is Anissa? God, get Anissa back on the show. And also, Chelsko and Tori. <laughs> anyway, listen. Are you the one starts tomorrow? And maybe we'll talk more about love and this stuff. Maybe uh, who knows? Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I, we digress. Before we get to nominations, it's just important for you guys to know that sitting on the grass, Tori says, "Yeah, we'll vote for Faith and Angela." And Cara Maria says, "I've got to talk to." Marie, but yeah, I'm leaning that way. Then we see nominations. We see Zach and Amanda vote for Davon and Jose. We see Cam and Kaylee say they're going to burn a vote, but they don't show us what it is. We see Tony and Bananas say they're going to burn a vote, but they don't tell us what it is. We see Sylvia and Joss say they're going to burn a vote, but they don't tell us what it is. Then we see Davon and Jose, and Davon says, I play by my own game. I told Faith I wasn't going to vote for her. I know Shane and Nelson are telling us to vote for them. I play by my own game. We are led to believe in this scene that Davon and Jose do not vote 
for Faith and Angela. I would like to note something. I may have nodded off earlier in this recap, and I missed it, but did you mention about the scene very early in this episode where Zach and Tori were having the conversation? Zach and Tori at yes, one point... Yes, I said they formed an alliance over a yoga mat, and right. then we went past it. Right. What you didn't mention there, uh, a very specific turn of phrase, very specific thing was said. Um, he basic Zach basically said to Tori, all right, so basically at the end of this, just... Don't the alliance was this is the extent of the alliance we saw. Basically, Tori, just don't don't burn a vote on me. And then Tori goes, yeah, don't. All right. Don't burn a vote on me. And he's like, of course, the burn vote is going to come in big time in the next episode. You're right. uh, Where everybody's burning votes on everybody. And then somebody random AF is going to go in there because now you're about to talk about Tony and uh, bananas and they go also say, hey, let's just like the original vote. Let's just uh, do somebody that no one's going to vote in. Um, Basically, a burn vote, something that they did already, they threw their burn vote to Shane and Nelson. I feel like there's dissension between Shane and Nelson. Shane's a huge part of this episode, even bigger towards the end of this episode. I think Shane and Nelson next episode, because spoiler alert, we don't get the chat, we don't get the elimination. I think we already mentioned that, but still, <laughs> I think next episode, I know I'm jumping the gun, this burn vote, all this thing is going to culminate and it's I gonna think it's going to blow up in their faces. I think it's going to be Nelson and Shane and I don't and I and honestly, that's out of that's out of nowhere. I think you might be right. Um Tori and Derek vote for Faith and Angela. Cara Marie Car Maria and Marie vote for Brad and Kyle, and yeah. I was like, "Yes, yes, vote for them." Absolutely, that's right? Makes sense, and no, honestly, nobody should be mad about that. No everybody, one should be mad everybody about should that. understand, and that's it. But they're back at the house, and guess who's mad about it? Tori. <sighs> Tori's mad. mad. She says, "I should never have thought Car was my friend, and I should have never trusted her to vote like she said she was going to vote." While this is happening, while Car Maria is telling them that they voted for Kyle and Brad, Kyle overhears it. He gets so upset. He calls Kara out to the the pool. They get into a big fight. Um, you know, Tony and Bananas uh, slowly come up like they are trying to create a meme and do a little tea sipping while they're watching this fight. Kara says, I've got girls at home watching me, okay? I can't just be like shit on by this dude and not retaliate. You being the dude who's shitting on me. Kyle's like, I can't believe you would do this to me, Kara. Kyle seems very upset. You're going to do this to Brad? He's got kids. Oh, yeah, I forgot about he's that. He's got kids. That's the big uh, That's the big kid. He's got kids, and Brad's like, I got kids. Yeah. And then Kyle's like, Brad doesn't have a job. And then Nick says to me, Brad, get a job. Seriously, Brad, get a <laughs> job, dude. I mean, maybe you had to leave your job to do this show, and I guess that's also a job, but... Brad, get a job. You have two kids. Get a job. This episode ends with house drama. Shane is talking to, it's confronting Davon because it has been revealed that Davon did not vote for Angela and Faith. And Shane is confronting her and he calls her insane and a bitch. And she says, don't call me a bitch. Then they are yelling at each other. I believe he calls her pathetic a lot as well. He calls her pathetic. Shane is smiling and calling her a bitch over and over again. We got Johnny popping in and being like self-professed uh, or self, self-proclaimed 
feminist. Uh, he said it with such like anger, Disdain, like that's, that yeah. somebody would proclaim that they are a feminist. Yeah. Uh, calling Davon a bitch. And he loved the fact that he could say bitch. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I so, got to say, I am I'm really appreciating Davon. And I did not know her coming into this. And I'm, you know, I'm all, I, I also really, you know, love Shane. But Davon holds her own in this argument goes back and forth. No one hits each other as far as I can tell, but they do, neither of them back well, down. Also, yeah, so then we got Davon being like, oh, I'll be the biggest bitch uh, that you'll ever, that you could ever see. And then uh, Shane's like, oh, you're pretty big. She's like, you're calling me fat? And he's like, maybe I am. And yeah. he's like, at this point, Shane does seem a little shook, but now he has to hold his ground yeah. because this is what he does and mm-hmm. he does it well. Mm-hmm. Um, he's so pissed. And then you get an interview from him and he's like, I'm going to fucking destroy this team. <laughs> and I'm going to burn their houses yeah. down. I'm going to steal their family I'm gonna money. S- I'm going to say this right now, okay? Two challenges ago, I didn't like Shane. I, I, what? I, I didn't like Shane when he first came back on these shows. Yeah. I kind of felt like he was really grasping for things, uh, grasping at straws uh, to sort of maintain um, uh, some sort of status in this house and get by. And I kind of felt like it was sweaty. I kind of felt like it was a little yeah, but it's bit fun. much. Well, no, it's coming to its own, okay? And now <laughs> it is fun. And not only that, he is a source of... Uh, of uh, uh, One-liners, enjo- entertainment. Enjoyment and entertainment on yeah. these shows that this show you know needs if not it's it's going to be car maria in interviews talking about how much she hates kyle and then kind of looking like she doesn't hate him on the show i mean that would be the entire show i you know anyway so this is how the show ends and so we don't get the elimination we don't get it we don't get the end of this argument we don't get it it just tells me that next episode should be action-packed i cannot wait to see how this voting goes that was set up in this episode as always guys thanks so much for listening please rate us on five stars on the apple pod app email us at realityblowspodcast at gmail.com you can find us on twitter at realityblowspod you can find me on twitter at ashley b roberts and you can find nick on instagram at nick maritato that's m-a-r-i-t-a-t-o and as always may the tj be with you and also let's get let's get a couple of illuminations going here guys (laughs) there's still a lot of people on this show bye good good night Good, good night